Good morning and welcome back to Ambitious Souls Podcast. This is your host, Princess James. Today is December 30th, 2020, and as of today, there have been 19.4 million cases of COVID-19. And it is recorded that a total of 336,000 deaths have been caused by COVID-19. So, as many of us that would like to take life for granted, we shouldn't. It is a blessing and an honor and a privilege to be alive today. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas and I hope that you have a happy new year as well. Originally, I had plans to uh, travel to Georgia for Christmas and I was going to leave Wednesday and I was going to return on Monday, but that didn't happen. And at first I was a little salty. I was a little sad, but I was able to make other plans instead and it actually turned out really well I went to SeaWorld with my children I actually do not believe in Christmas and I know to many that may be a shocker or if you know me personally it's not but I feel as if um Christmas is really it's not real um Jesus was not born on December the 25th and if he was it has not been recorded and the normal Christmas tradition that I saw growing up is that people like to make sure that they get their hair done, their nails done, they get a new outfit just to sit in somebody's living room. And I decided about three years ago that that was not going to be my tradition. Like I was done with that tradition because it puts a lot of stress on people outside of purchasing gifts. It puts a lot of stress on people to compete with other people or to live up to other people's standards. And I just wasn't into that anymore. My view on Christmas had really changed and I'm still sticking to it. I did exchange gifts this year, which I did say would be my last year. I did explain that to my family. This year was the last year that I was going to exchange gifts because I do not celebrate holidays in the normal tradition as like when I grew up so me purchasing gifts is kind of forced I only did it because everybody else was doing it and I wanted to ensure that I provided gifts for the people who were going to be providing gifts for me and my children but um next year I definitely will not be doing so I'm gonna stick to how I feel and do my own thing that's the plan my daughter actually decided that she wants to go to new york next year for christmas so i decided i was like okay that's a new tradition we could you know start instead of purchasing gifts for christmas we could travel and go on vacation and i think that would be fun that'll give her so many other memories instead of you know gifts because as a parent you give throughout the year So um, I just want to share that with you guys. I hope you guys, like I said, enjoyed your holidays and, you know, that you don't have so much pressure on yourselves or, you know, um, beat yourselves up for what you can't do because there's so much more that you can do without it being um, material things. So as we look at 2020 in the review, of course, everybody knows that 2020 was another year of social injustice. And 
For example, the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor are just an example of that. And we are still all trying to wrap our heads around the death of Kobe Bryant, which happened earlier this year, pretty much before COVID-19 was on the rise. And I think that the media kind of spun that a little bit so that our focus was more so on Kobe for a very long time than it actually was on the um, coronavirus. So you just have to be careful with that media because they do things intentionally to get our attention or to um, take our attention off of a few things. And so right now everybody's talking about the stimulus checks and things of that nature, but there are certainly other things that are going on in the background or on other media outlets that we're not really paying attention to because we're giving our attention to, you know, the things that are really hot and really common. So for us all, 2020 has been a challenging year. A lot of people, um, unfortunately, were forced out of their positions at work due to COVID-19. A lot of people may have actually been forced out of their homes or their living situations because of that. The inability to maintain their bills this year um, outside of normal was really something that everybody dealt with. I think 2020 was definitely a year for the scammers. There were so many scams going on in 2020. Um, Lucky for me, I was denied. So I didn't participate in a lot of the scams. Um, I did actually apply for a small business loan, but I was denied. And at first I was a little salty, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just felt like God knew what was best for me. It was something that I didn't really need to get myself involved into, even though I definitely had plans to um, further my businesses, but it just didn't happen. 2020 for me was, you know what, when I look at it, it really wasn't that bad because it taught me so much. Like I kind of was forced to grow up. Of course, when COVID-19 pretty much spiraled out of control, I was working, but I was forced to stay at home with my children. And that was something that I probably wouldn't have done initially, but Um, It was required of me, and I thank God for that because at the time, my children were in sixth grade, third grade, and first grade. And so my two younger children, I learned more so with the youngest uh, girl that she was not where she needed to be um, in first grade. Like, she really was not ready for first grade and I did express concerns to her kindergarten teacher last year but of course she was passed to the first grade despite how I felt but being home with her and seeing her um in action and seeing the things that she was able to do and not able to do it just really made me feel as if I had not been doing my job because I was so busy with other things. And of course, a lot of parents rely on their students' teachers to teach them or to assess them. And that's unfortunate. So I will say that I thank God that I was able to see my children um, 
hands-on in the classroom with the virtual learning. So as a result, my children, my smaller two children, the first and the third grader, were actually retained in the first and third grade again. So they had to repeat the first and third grade because of their scores and their performance. And I did actually transfer them out of the HISD school district to a private school. And I am still happy about that choice because they have excelled and they have progressed. My first grader, even though she did have to repeat the first grade, she is an honor roll student. Now, her behavior is a different discussion, but her performance um, in her classroom with her work, it is amazing. Like, I'm very shocked at her. So we're still working on it. It's a work in progress. But again, if COVID-19 had not happened, I don't know if I would have ever seen how behind they were or how much more I needed to pour into them and their studies. So I am definitely grateful for that. 2020 has also taught me that some things are a desire and not a need as far as not necessarily relationships go, but having the companionship or having the affection of a man is something that many women desire, but it's not a need and we can survive without it. So being stuck in the house with your children for days, weeks, and months at a time is definitely um, something that Nobody's just willingly going to do, but it was, you know, put upon us with everything that was going on, seeing that the cities and the states were shut down. So my access to a lot was limited, but of course, um, Google is always your friend. And I was able to, um, I guess you could say I don't want to be explicit, but I was able to take advantage of some really good deals and um, able to make some purchases that helped me because you have to have the self-discipline. And that's something that my dad has told me over the last, I would say, five years. And he would always tell me, if you do not have self-discipline, you need to get you a toy. And I'm just being real with you. Like, that's one of the things that my dad would tell me. And I just, you know, never took what he said at heart. Like, I used to laugh it off. But this year was definitely a year that I took his advice because as a woman, you know, when you start get older, getting older, and I'm not sure for many women if this is true, but I know for me, I can attest to it. You start looking at your body count. You start looking at, okay, how many men have you actually been intimate with and you know, in your early 20s or whenever you have what many may call, excuse me, excuse my language for those who are listening, um, but I'm just going to be transparent. But you have a whole phase. And during your whole phase, you know, you do things out of the norm that you wouldn't do. And for for many, it may last long or it may just be, you know, one for the books. So I've had a few whole stages. And unfortunately, it when I look back at it now as a 32-year-old 32, 32 woman, um, I'm not proud of that. 
And it has definitely, you know, changed my way of thinking. So now I'm not so prone to give myself to a man because I'm just steady adding to the list of men that I have already been intimate with. And that does cause for a lot of women to be complacent and a lot of women to stick with what they know because in their mind, they feel as if, oh, well, I already, you know, been intimate with him. He already knows how my body looks. He knows what I like. And it's just easier to be intimate with him than to learn somebody else. Or I know what I'm getting with him and I don't want to have to take that risk of the unknown with somebody else. And I get it. We've all been there. But for me this year, it wasn't about um, the intimacy. I felt as if I needed to be intimate more so with myself. And I don't mean that in a vulgar way, but I mean that in a emotional you know way like I needed to get to know myself so 2020 has helped me to learn like I already felt as if I had been on a road and a journey of growth and maturity but I feel like 2020 kind of sped that up because I was able to see a lot of things um when I sat still and I was quiet that I could not see in previous years because I was so busy. So again, 2020 for some may have been a bad year and I'm not saying the whole year was good, but there were things that I was able to accomplish and I was able to grow from seeing that, you know, I was put in a position that I normally wouldn't be in. And I thank God that I was even able to travel. For my birthday, I went to Miami And of course, you know, COVID was still on the rise, but I took all precautions. I made sure that I washed my hands like normal. I made sure that I used Lysol and Clorox wipes and I was very careful and I used my mask and I social distance as well. But that's something that I hadn't been able to do years before. And I traveled for my birthday and then I traveled for the Christmas holiday, which was not even 30 days apart. So that was a blessing financially seeing that I was able to be able to do that with uh, minimal help. Not saying that I didn't have any help, but this year I was able to do more for myself and my children financially that I had been able to do in years prior. So I am actually grateful for some of the lessons, a lot of the doors that were open and a lot of the doors that were closed. I feel like in years prior, I used to be a real friendly person, which I still am a friendly person. But some of the things that I have been through have forced me to change how friendly I am or how inviting I am or how free I am with my life, my children, my business, um, just life in general. And so I ran across a couple couple of different scenarios this year that caused me to see myself. Like, if you've caught up with me and um, been with me since the first season, of course, you know that I myself would label myself as a very messy person. I felt like I was very messy. I was very miserable. And I was so... um, 
I guess you could say measurable that I just I had to know everybody else's business or what everybody else had going on or I had something to say about everything else and I was very judgmental which I can still be judgmental today but the level of you know judgment has definitely changed and so I had a situation where I spoke about in a previous episode with one of my coworkers where I saw myself reverting back to the person that I used to be and I decided that I didn't want to do that and you know I'm just really grateful that I have grown and I have changed and I've been able to continue to grow and change you know because sometimes when you're Um, you have a habit of doing things, you know, it's easier for you to revert back to it, especially when you get a taste of um, what you used to do, you know, like if you're a drug addict and you've been sober and you're doing good, but you just get a whiff of it and you're like, nah, this is, this is really good. I got to stick with it. You know, you don't have the self-discipline, but I thank God for being with me and giving me the strength to overcome a lot of the things that I used to do. Um, that I no longer do and I no longer have the energy to do and I'm starting to see myself to be very um, I guess you could say displeased when I see myself in other people and I'm working on that because everybody grows and everybody changes at different stages so who am I to judge a person for their journey but it definitely you know helps me to see a lot of the errors that I was making but it definitely shows me you know things about people as well so I just try to be mindful of that you know when I see certain things in people I try not to judge them I try to give them the benefit of the doubt and see things from their perspective because I once was there But I definitely um, take in consideration of the, you know, the characteristics that they show me. Because, of course, I've been there. So if a person, to me, if they're talking about everybody else and everybody else's business with you, nine times out of ten, they probably talking about you, too. So some things, you know, it keep me on the fence. Like, oh, it's certain things I'm not going to share with certain people. Or I'll have a short conversation with them or it's a high and a buy you know I don't want to be rude but some things it's like you know you don't have to be in relation with people who are toxic or who display certain behaviors that are just not good for you and that's where I'm at I don't want to change who I am and go back to this person so I just have to be careful of my surroundings and the people that I entertain and certain even certain shows that I watch I used to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta a lot when I was younger and so one time I I just had a a moment and I was like you know what I'm not gonna watch the show anymore because it was just too much going on and so nevertheless of course I ended up reverting back to where I did watch the show. And I believe it was last season where I watched the show. And I watched it all the way through. And I was very displeased with some of the behaviors 
and uh, things that were displayed on the show. And I decided, you know what, it's really best if I stop watching this show. So for me, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop, I just can't do it because it's the same repetitive behavior and it's the same thing every season, you know, from the baby mama, baby daddy drama to the name calling, you know, the exposure of family business. Like, it's just too much. So for me, I don't watch those type of shows. I actually was able to get into um, Snowfall due to COVID. I love Snowfall. Like, I don't know where I've been. I should have been watching it, but I did binge watch it. I did also watch um, All American. That is a really good show. So, again, you know, some of the things that I entertain, that I've watched, I've had to change my appetite. And when your appetite changes, you know, that's what happens. Certain things, you know, you're not going to have a taste for. And that's okay. Be who you are and stand up in who you are. It's okay to be different from the people around you and what you're used to doing. And you have to be okay with changing. A lot of people are not going to understand your growth, your change, your desire to change. They're going to be like, oh, girl, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, boy, you fine. Or, you know, that's just how you grew up. Oh, that's just how you are. No, it is not okay. It is not okay for you to be toxic or for you to be dysfunctional or live in dysfunction. And so that's where I am today. I am okay with my growth and my change and my journey. And 2020 has helped me to get comfortable with it. I think that I've learned how to be okay on my own. I've been single for about four years now. And... I can honestly say I just, when I say just, I mean just, I just started being comfortable with being single. And so I'm happy. I'm happy by myself. There are some things, of course, I wish I, you know, I had. And But sometimes you think it in your mind and that's what makes you feel that way. It's a mind thing. And so, yeah, sometimes I'm I'm like, oh, I want a date. Oh, I want to have a friend. And then what happens? I get a date. I go I go on a date or rather, and I have a friend and it just don't work out. And I just be like, see, I was better off by myself. And so sometimes you just have to use your better judgment. You can meet a nice guy and he's attractive and everything. But sometimes is it really worth, you know, you giving your attention to that individual or is it really the right time? So sometimes it's timing as well. So I just want to say, you know, thank you to 2020 because you just do not know how obsessed I was at being in a relationship and having a marriage prior to, you know, where I am today. So I'm definitely looking forward to the new year. A few years ago, I also decided that um, I'm doing away with the New Year's resolutions because, again, it's tradition. We start out the year like that and we don't stick through with it. So for me, I do not have a New Year's resolution. Uh, I'm not going to write anything down. Last year, I did not um, go to church on New Year's like I normally do. But um, I did stay home with my children and we did do vision boards. 
this year I have not made up my mind what I'm going to do, but I think that I definitely am going to spend some of December 31st going into January the 1st, 2021 praying because there are a lot of things that I would like to see manifest for me and my children for next year. And there are a lot of things that I would like to continue doing for myself and my children. Normally, my prayer is that I move forward and I grow closer to God. And this year, I feel as if I would like to really grow closer to my children. I feel like um, as a parent, you know, and you have different children. And of course, I have a blended family. So that makes it a little, you know, harder. But I have to love each child the way that they would like to be loved. And I won't know that until I get to know each and every one of my children. And so I think that's going to be my project for 2021. Well, one of my projects. So before I moved too fast, I did write a couple of things down that I wanted. And one of the things was self-happiness. So many years ago and every year and every day, I lived for other people. I cared about what they thought about me. I cared about how they felt about me. I felt um, as if that I really had to make other people happy. So I went out of my way taking on projects and taking on things that I could not afford to take on. But I did it because I wanted such and such to like me or I wanted such and such to love me. And I battled for a long time with my relationship with my mother um, who now we have, I think we have a really, really good relationship and it has really surprised me at how much I've been able to learn about my mother by me changing who I was. When I changed my mindset and my way of thinking, I was able to see my mother in a different light. And I thank God for that, that my mother is still alive today and I'm able to grow in to this relationship with her that I've always wanted and it took me longer than what I wanted but it's better late than never so again um I did a lot because I felt like I wanted my mom to love me I didn't feel like my mom loved me and so I would do things that I wouldn't have probably normally done but I did them because you know what I wanted her to see this love that I had for her and I wanted to be loved by her, which she did love me, but she had her own way of loving me and I didn't understand that then. So again, this year I'm looking to be happy within myself. I want to be happy and confident in the decisions that I make, whether it's for me or my children or me and my household. I want to be confident in them and I want to stand on them. And I don't want to have to second guess any of my decisions based off of somebody else's opinion. Or I always have to go back to um, reverting to calling three and four and five different people to ask them what they think about this. Because I used to do that, too. I used to be like, what you think? And I would ask my mom. I would ask my stepmom. I would ask my dad. I would ask my friends. Like I had a whole bunch of people that I would ask about this one thing. 
when I should have been asking God. And that's something I want to do more is rely on God to help me make some, uh, a lot of the decisions that I need to make. Because ultimately, um, his plan is going to supersede my plan anyways. You know, I'm making a plan that I have for my life. But if it's not God's will, of course, there will be changes. There will be shifts. Um, I do want to be more disciplined this year with a lot of things. Sometimes I teeter-totter the fence on what I know is right and what I know is wrong. And then, of course, I teeter-totter on, you know, should I do this? Should I didn't? Should I shouldn't do that? Or, oh, if I do it this way, it'll turn out this way. No. I want to be disciplined and and do things that are you know, a representation of my character, a representation of the woman of who I am today. And that's going to take discipline. That's going to take sacrifice. And I want to stick to it. I don't want to do it for three, four months or three, four weeks. And then I change my mind. No, I'm going to say what I mean. And I'm going to mean what I say. And also I want to purchase my first home. So my lease is coming up here in about six or seven months, and I am definitely looking forward to purchasing a home for me and my children. And it's been something that I have been wanting for a while, like I could say over a decade. And of course, for different reasons. First of all, I was married to a man who did not have a job. So that was my first mistake, because when you go into purchasing a home, especially as a couple or a married couple, you do need to have um, a credit profile and a bank account and a job history, not just for the per- the person whose name the house is going to be in, but of course, in both people's name, you know, some uh, persons, I'm sorry, sometimes um, not all people are fortunate enough to where they can put their spouse on their home loan, but that's something that I definitely wanted to do. I went into it wanting to have my husband on it, and I was not able to do so. So that prolonged um, this process, and then, of course, making bad decisions credit-wise disqualified me from being able to purchase a home. So I'm looking forward to also doing that. And, of course, I am looking forward to the release of my book. I am so excited. So while I was on vacation... I was able to finally read through the last chapters of my book. I made my final edit and I have yet to submit them to my publisher, but I will be doing so this week. And I'm looking forward to those changes. I'm not in a rush for my story to be told because it's going to be told. I don't feel like I have to be in a rush. If God has something for me, it is going to be for me and it's going to happen in his timing. So I have released myself from that pressure of feeling like it's something that I just had to be done. I had to let the world know because I didn't do it for the world necessarily. I didn't do it for fame or fortune. I didn't do it for any glory of myself. I did it to help women and to show women that we have to hold ourselves accountable for the toxic and dysfunctional behavior traits that we have in the things that we allow in our relationships and I also want to help someone that is fighting with something that you know they feel like they cannot be released from 
So I did it with a pure heart and I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to remaining in my pureness, in my innocence. So it'll come in time and I definitely look forward to releasing that to you guys. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode and all other episodes before. Again, you can always email me at ambitioussoulspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's ambitioussoulspodcast at gmail.com. If you follow me on any of my social media outlets um, on Facebook or Instagram, you can always message me. If you know me personally, you can text me. I am definitely a person who takes constructive criticism and I love feedback. So please don't shy away from letting me know how you feel, um, whether it's about the podcast episode itself or me personally, if you have something that you would like to say, whether it be, again, um, something uplifting, motivational, like we all need that. So please feel free. If you have something on your heart for me, please reach out to me. It is definitely appreciated. And Again, I just hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'm going to end this episode a little different um, because we're going into a new year. It's not something that I necessarily am going to do every episode, but it is something that I wanted to do for this particular episode. So I hope that it is received in a great manner. And of course, if you know, you end the podcast here and decide not to listen, then that's definitely understood and respected because not all people are open to um, an open form of prayer. So first, I wanted to put that out there. I do. I would like to pray with you all before I end this. And again, it's no offense taken if you decide that, you know, you do not want to participate in this part of the episode. But this is something that was put on my heart and I wanted to follow through with it. And again, I just hope that it is received in a great manner. God, we come before you today. We lift up your name and we thank you, God, for all that you are in our lives, God. You are the Alpha and you are the Omega, God. You are the beginning and you are the end, God. You are all-knowing, God. So we thank you, God, for bringing us to this place, God. As we end the year... 2020 God we thank you God for the highs we thank you God for the lows God we thank you God that you have protected us thus far God we know that you have great and many plans for us God but we thank you God that this year that you kept us God that we have the right mind today God we thank you God that we are sane today God that our minds are still intact God we thank you God that our immune system God that our organs, our lungs, God, even the our limbs, God, are still intact, God. We thank you, God, that no weapon that was formed against us prospered, God. And we thank you, God, for being a resource. I'm sorry, God. We thank you, God, for being a provider to us, God. And we thank you, God, that our jobs are the resource, God. We thank you for the resources that you have put in place for us, God. We thank you, God, that... You were able to allow the finances to still flow in order for our needs to be met. So we thank you, God, for making a way out of no way, God. We thank you, God, for 
allowing us to continue to live a life, God, that is suitable in your sight, God. We ask that you forgive us of our sins, God, all of those things that dwell within us, God, that are not like you, God, those things that dwell in our mind, God, those things that we hide in our hearts, God. Each and every day, God, we cover up, God, who we really are, God, and we ask that you forgive us, God. We ask, God, that you give us joy today, God, that you give us strength today, God. We thank you, God, that you give us compassion and kindness, God. You put those fruits of the Spirit on our heart, God, that we may love one another, God, and we may walk in love, God, that as we communicate in interact with people daily, God. People will see, God, who you are in our lives just by who we are, God. And we ask, God, that as we embark on a new year, you give us strength, God, that each and every day, God, that we will allow ourselves to be armed, God, with joy and happiness, God, that we will put on the full armor, God, of righteousness, God, that we will put no other God, no other thing in our life before you, God, that we will allow ourselves, God, to give up our right to be right, God, that we will cast our cares and our worries at your feet, God, and that we will allow you, God, to lead us and guide us, God, to walk us through each and every obstacle, God, each and every trial and tribulation, God. We thank you, God, for the many testimonies that we have, God, the many things in life, God, that we have overcame, God. We thank you, God, that you help us come against depression, suicidal thoughts, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. We silence the voices of the enemy, God. We thank you, God, for giving us a way of escape, God. We pray for those who battle, God, with things that they have no idea how to express, God, and they feel caged in, God. So we ask, God, that you help them find ways of escape, God, that they find outlets, God, of expression, God, to be free from those things, God, that keep them bound, God. We ask you, God, to give us freedom today, God, Freedom from oppression, freedom from depression, God, freedom from tradition, God, freedom from financial burdens, God, freedom from um, obligations that we have placed upon ourselves, God. We ask, God, that you allow us, God, to grow and mature, God, this year, God. We ask you, God, to shift the atmosphere right now in the name of Jesus, God. We ask, God, that you change our appetites, God, and that you give us a new way of thinking and a new way of doing things, God. We ask today, God, that you hear our hearts, God, even the things that we have yet to pray, God. We ask, God, that you see our hearts, God. You see the desires of our hearts, and that if it be of your will, God, we ask that it be done, God. We thank you, God, for Ambitious Souls podcast. We thank you, God, for all that it has done, for many people, God, in all that it shall do, God. We ask, God, that you continue to bless the listeners, God. We ask, God, that you just open new doors, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, God, for a new year that you have given us, God, 
We thank you, God, for the many days and the many hours, God, that you have added to our lives, God. And we bless your name and we give you glory, God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.